Hi, I'm Estelle. I spent a decade of my life in the area of social media influence, VIP parties, and traveling the world, but it left me feeling empty, lost, and longing for something more. Now you're listening to The Purposepreneur, where I have meaningful conversations with awesome people about life, purpose, and creativity. We try to figure out who we are and what to do with our one amazing life. I hope this helps you in some way as well. Let's begin. So, Riti, as someone who grew up in Singapore, right? Um, But you also seem very international. You live in Hong Kong. You've got family in Hong Kong. You sound American. I'm just wondering, how are you making sense of your identity? And what does identity mean to you? Yeah, I mean, as whenever I get asked this question or I think about identity, I think one thing that comes to mind looking back on my own journey is really like realizing that along the way, I was just trying to find what can I identify with, you know, and growing up and in different parts of my life, that looked like, would it be my family? Like, can I really identify or get a sense of my, who I am and my identity based on like, my family? And then at other times in different seasons, it was like, oh, what about my job? You know, can I make sense of who I am? You know, can I try and identify with like this coworker or this boss or like, you know, this position I have to play or even with groups of friends. So I think for me, like when I was journeying to discover my identity, a lot of it was this question of like, what am I identifying with? And I guess the way I'm wired is like, I work by process of elimination. That's just like the way I'm wired. So when I make choices, a lot of process of elimination. So I just remember like growing up, I would be like um, with certain groups of friends and then I'll be like, oh yeah, actually no, I don't really, this isn't really me, not really feeling it. Oh, so then I guess maybe I'm not that, you know, I'm not some really wild, fun party kid that doesn't really care about anything because like, yeah, I can do that stuff. But inside, even back in my wild partying days, inside I knew like, no, that really, that's just not really it. That's just not me. There's something missing. And then because of that, I was like, okay, eliminate that. <laughs> and then like later on, like, you know, when I was like in my college days, like I went to this like really, really hardcore college in the U.S., like basically one of the top 10 schools Um and, you know, everyone's like really studious. They're like really, really like hardcore, serious like students. And, you know, I was a pretty good student too. So I did that. But inside for me, even in that season, I knew there's so much more to life than just studying hard, getting good grades and then getting a good job. For me, even though those were expectations on me for my family, I was like, no, there's just more meaning to life than this. And again, process of elimination. So I just kind of eliminated that because I was like, oh, it's something I'm good at. It's something I can do, but I know something is still missing. That's not fully who I am. So again, I just kind of, after a few years of that, I just kind of like dumped it. (laughs) And then again, like, you know, with my career, because after I graduated, then I was also working in the corporate world in um, marketing and sales. And, you know, even in that, you know, I was like, oh, is this really what it's about? Climbing the corporate ladder, making the most sales. Um, is that what my identity is based on? And then I realized, oh, no, it's actually not that fulfilling either. Because you're endlessly working and then working some more. 
and then you keep working <laughs> and again something in me was like hey there's more to life than this so again um yeah I never felt like you know that was it for me either so for me in a lot of my journey of trying to find my identity and who I am it was process of elimination again like I said that's how I'm wired um and then there's that bigger question of where can I really find myself where I can identify best and most and for me ultimately that was tied into like my spiritual life um, with God and things like that and being his daughter so that was ultimately how I found my identity because when I came to know the Lord um actually it's like back when I was about 17 18 that was when I had that moment when I was like oh yeah no this is it that was like my awakening moment was like no this is it after you know working and then even like after like internships after studying after friends expectations after friends after all these things I could never find something I truly identified where I was like oh no this is really who I am and then I did eventually find it um but yeah for me when I think about identity um the question that comes with it is like what am I identifying with Mm. what resonates with me yeah How about you? I'd love to hear more about your journey of identity too. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I think it's definitely an area that I struggled with a lot throughout my Mm. whole life. And, you know, it's, it's amazing how I think I look normal, you know, I look average, I look normal. I'm this small size girl, but, but looking at my, my life journey, I mean, there's definitely been tons of ups and downs. There's been tons of, tons of brokenness, lots of questions, a lot of, question marks and I think the keyword that comes to my mind is journey just like you you mentioned like that in your journey as well because identity really is a journey so so I won't share everything but maybe I'll just share some key points that are standing out to me or or that I'm thinking about so when I was in college in Australia uh, I studied in Australia uh, since I was 16 Uh, I did pre-uni and uni there and I was very lost I think it was a transition period that I wasn't, I wasn't able to transition well, uh, especially being so young, um, still very immature, mentally, emotionally immature and having so much freedom in Australia was not great. So I was experimenting a lot with my identity. I um, would go out partying and drinking even like 16, 17 onwards. I tried to be gothic for six months. Oh my gosh, babe, did I tell you? Wow. Have no, I ever told I you that? So I wow. had, I had like black, dark makeup I had black lipstick and I try I I literally like would turn up to school like that in all black and with my face with black makeup and my and my lips with black makeup and people are like uh okay whatever like she's so weird but you know Australia super liberal um and I hung out with a lot of gothic friends I can't even remember how I knew them but even in my day I think I met them online so some of them were like um yeah they were like they were actually really nice people. Um, mm. I really, really enjoyed their friendship. And of course, I didn't know know everyone, but, you know, we would go to these gothic parties. And and of course, you know, I've had inner healing from all this as well over the years. But, but yeah, I actually forget so much about my past that when I talk about them, I'm like, oh, wow, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. And... I, I dated guys and girls. I was in relationships with guys and girls as well. I was just really, really lost and attracted to just all sorts of things. And again, like I, I mentioned, uh, like I had a lot of 
a very addictive personality as well, right? With porn and and all that. So so all that is just a recipe for disaster, especially at such a young age. So I think I really have a a desire to understand the identity journey more. And it's definitely an area I've been growing in and making sense of in my own life. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. That made me think of hearing you share when you're saying about how that's a journey and then um, even making sense of it. It kind of made me think, oh, I wonder if sometimes with identity, if they're just really different layers or even if it's like just layers, like say you know your identity, but I guess as time passes, like you're always learning and discovering more things and more parts about yourself, right? Yeah, and it really is an ongoing process of just discovering truly who we are. Yeah, whether in yeah. different facets or in greater depths. Yeah, yeah, I love what you say about layers because it's it's really true, right? We are very multi-layered people. Like the way I see it, like for me, for example, sexuality doesn't define me, right? Um, my occupation doesn't define me. The fact that I'm creative or if I'm an entrepreneur right now doesn't define me because, hey, that can change in different seasons as well. But I guess how I'm making sense of things is, is I, I think about like the Bible standard of self-worth is actually such a high standard. You know, like mm. I think God's view of men is incredibly high it's so high you know and and it really makes me sad when people say that oh the christians hate the homosexuals or we're anti-homosexual or homophobic it really makes me sad because i think that it just really misrepresents the heart of god i think that god thinks so highly of people right in the bible he's always writing about um about i mean my favorite verse is that what is man that you i am mindful of him um no, the verse is, what is man that you are mindful of him? You have made mm-hmm. him a little lower than the angels. Mm. And in original text, it actually says, you have made him a little lower than God himself. You know, And I think if we understand that we are made in the image of God, which I'm still coming to terms with, right? So that's my journey of um, having lots of interests, lots of things that I've done in the past, lots of things that I would love to do in the future, things that I'm still making sense of in the present. But when I think about all these things, for me, I have to think about it in relation of of that I'm made in God's image. And, you know, in the Bible, Psalms 139 says that, you know, if I go to the heights, you are there. If I go to the depths, you are there. If I go to hell, you know, in the bit of hell, like you're, you are there. If I go to the east and to the west, you are there. So I'm just thinking about how, if only everyone knew how much God thinks about them and how loved they were and how worthy they are. I think a lot of our problems and issues and challenges nowadays will be solved. Yeah. And and yeah, if, if, if anyone is struggling with like mental health, um, or, or like with their, with their identity, or with, um, or you identify as gay or lesbian. Yeah, I think it's so important that that you know that you're loved and you're worthy, and that God thinks so highly of you. He thinks so much more highly of us than we know. Yeah, that's I think so that's beautiful. what people really need to know. I think they need to know how amazing they are, how loved they are how precious they are. Like 
precious are your thoughts towards me? They're more than thousands upon thousands of the grains of sand. You know, it's like God has hundreds of thousands of thoughts towards us and they're loving thoughts. They're not like, hiya, you know, you naughty boy. Uh, pyak, 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 pyak. I just can't wait for, to, for you to make a mistake and I'm going to, you know, um, yeah, like cast down my wrath on you. Like, like I know, I know God is a just God. He's, he's justice, he's mercy. But I think often a lot of us haven't, haven't, and I can't say I have either, but I think we're still trying to discover the heart of God. And I think it's so important that in self-image, we understand who created us. Like we're making sense of our identity, but it's it's like you have this iPhone and you send it to Samsung's factory to get repaired, right? <laughs> but if you're an iPhone and you were made as an iPhone, you want to send it to the iPhone factory, to its origin or originator to to fix you or to to shape you or to um, improve or, or like, you know, give you a 2.0, right? Operating system. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, we're all too techy and we've been on WhatsApp and social media too much. Yeah. But yeah, I guess those are just some things I've been thinking about. Yeah. How That's important cute. it is that people know they are so loved and that they are so worthy and... If we just think about it, right? Like I have friends with um, who are expecting and a mom takes nine months to bring a child into this world. Your mom goes through so much to bring you into this world. Like so much pain, like a mother risks her life, right? Um, and, and, and sometimes there's complications as well. But a mother goes through so much just to bring a child into the world and to think that we think we don't matter to think that mm. our voice doesn't matter, to think that, you know, we feel like there's no purpose to our life, to think that just because we struggle in certain areas of our life that we're not good enough and life is not worth living, that, that really kills me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That keeps me up. Wow. It's really beautiful. I really love when you're talking about how yeah, at the end, do we know that we are loved? Do we know that we are valuable? Yeah, do we know that we are precious? That really is at the heart of it. And I love how you're also talking about, like, um, yeah, even with your iPhone Samsung analogy, I think it's really true. Like, who's our creator? Who are we made in the image of, right? Um, and if we can grasp those things, then it really shifts our perspective also of how we see ourselves. And even earlier, when you're talking about, like, all the things that you're doing, it made me think like, yeah, that's the question about identity, that it's not about what are we doing, but about who we are, that our worth and our identity will never be based on all the things we do, right? Because like in any given point in time in our lives, you know, what we do can change. Your job can change. You know, your interests can change. The actual things that you're doing, that can always change. So for our identity to be based on what we're doing or even our job, um, it's something that is, yeah, it's, it can, it's not very stable, right? Because that can always change. Our interests can change. But then the real question is, hey, who are we? Even if all of those things change, even if the doing, what we're doing changes, who are we? And I love how you were talking about like, hey, there's an element where it's basically like also who, who are we creating the image of? Who are we? And that's really, we can just say that we're loved, right? We're just very loved. Yeah. 
So good. And I'm just thinking as well that if we, the more we know who we are, actually the more empathy we have for others as well, even as they might be so different. I think there's so much about us that's similar, you know? So knowing more about yourself shouldn't make you feel like you are alienated or you're disconnected from someone else. It should actually bring us closer together. It should it should make us more connected to each other. It should make us care for each other. It should make us accept each other despite our differences, especially because of our differences. Yeah, there's so much beauty in diversity and we are made so uniquely. And, and, and it, like you say, it is still important to be self-aware, you know? And like I said, I was, we were talking about how, um, how, yeah, I'm, I'm aware I've, I've become more aware over the years about what's driving me, what's healthy, what's unhealthy, what kind of life or choices I choose to make. Um, um, being aware of even like my past and 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 the desires of our hearts. Yeah. What's one last thing you have to say about how someone can live out their purpose, Reiti? to live out your purpose at the heart of it is simply you have to believe in yourself and you have to believe in that purpose and you have to love yourself enough to want to walk out that purpose because even if you discover what your life purpose is you know if you didn't believe in yourself and if you didn't believe in or care about that life purpose then you know what's the point of walking it out right or even if say like you know you, someone just came imagine this someone came and told you this is your life purpose and you're like okay sure why not um and you know it but how passionate are you about it how much do you believe in it how much do you even believe in yourself i think it's not about the actual just walking out the life purpose it's the why behind it it's like all the things we've been talking about earlier today right it's the why what motivates you what drives you it's also about the um how do you love yourself? You know, do you love yourself enough to see this walk out? Um, so I think actually, if I could really like leave any last words with people who are listening to this, I would just say like, love yourself. Believe that how you live your life and what can be achieved through your life can actually make an impact. Believe that your life purpose, it actually makes a difference in this world. It's not just another task you have to do. It's not just another thing you have to walk out. Like all the other things you're doing in life already. So <laughs> but good. Truly, truly believe um, that your life purpose, it matters. It makes a difference. It could change someone's life. And let that actually um, be something that motivates you as well. I think my parting words would be two words. You matter. Mm. Yeah. And it, it reminds me of that, one of our favorite phrases. It says, beloved, you are fair. There is no spot in you. Right? And I imagine that that's what God says to us. You know, we often think that there's so many things wrong with us. And we're always striving and trying to be better. And it's, it's great. There's lots of room for improvement. And, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of personal development as well. But, but what if God's not trying to fix us? 
and he's just trying to love us. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. How would our lives change? How would our lives change if we knew that we matter? And you matter to God, you matter to people, you matter to the world. There's something that you can do that no one else will ever be able to do. Yeah, I think that's going to just cause us a lot less anxiety and give us a lot more hope. Yeah. Wow. I love that. No matter. Okay. How would we live our lives if we just knew that we matter? Yeah. So good. Thank you for listening to me and Reiti. You can check out Reiti at, at Wholeness Wellness Bar on Instagram or on websites. I'll link it in whatever, wherever we choose to post this anyway. Thanks, Reiti, for your time. Thank you for having me. Love being here with you. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks for listening today. What is one thing that you are now thinking about from this episode? Take some time to write it down and feel free to share it with me as well. By the way, it would help me so much if you can leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks guys and see you next time on The Purposepreneur.